The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, it's lovely to see everybody. I am Joel Mahalik, and on the other side of the table is Fizzy Sharon, Chick, the lovely Fizzy. Sharon. Oh, that's right. You're Fizzy Mr. Chick. Fizzy. As I learned last night, I am you Mr. Are Fizzy. You Misty, Misty. <laughs> Misty Fizzy. Misty, Mr. Fizzy. <laughs> so, welcome to the show on this Memorial Day weekend. I know most of you are probably not even getting the download until after you get done your holiday festivities, and that's fine. But to do so, you have to visit us at www.jmtalk.net on the World Wide Web. You can also check us out on social media at TikTok and Facebook at JMTalk, on Instagram and Twitter at JMTalkRadio. Drop us a line and email at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. There's another apron. So that's how you get a hold of us. Uh, Thanks for joining us and welcome. I'm looking for these. I wanted to start out, actually last night we were doing a live episode of your jewelry reveal uh, business on TikTok and we got into this conversation about um, who we're honoring on Memorial Day, and yeah, actually, it started because some, somebody <laughs> said, "Somebody, you said happy." We both said happy Memorial Day to the crowd on TikTok. Yes, and then I stopped to correct myself, and I said, "You know, it's not, you know, it uh, shouldn't be Happy Memorial Day because the uh, the observation of Memorial Day is to um, uh, honor those that, you know, yeah. or yeah, or honor those who had have died in uh, our wars." And you said, "And." People who are serving actively. I said, no, that's not correct. So I figured since we did a correction last night, I want to clarify. And I thought about this before coming on the air this morning. That I think I I had to do this once or twice before in a previous show life. Okay. Where we had to clarify. So there's two. There's a lot of patriotic holidays. We have Patriots Day, which is to honor those who died in 9-11. Yes. We have Veterans Day. We have Memorial Day. Uh, people thank soldiers for their service on Labor Day. So let's just give a breakdown. First of all, there's two major military holidays. Memorial Day is one, and that's where we honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for the freedoms that we enjoy here every day in the United States of America. I pray you're not going to say Labor Day, because that is not about anything military. And the the, the other one is Veterans Day. Veterans Day is where... All those serving or have served are honored for serving. And uh, okay, of, so you're right. Of course, of uh, course, Veterans. Yes, Day, I just said it on air. <laughs> you're right. And Veterans Day <laughs> is also a lot of you know it, it's confusing to people because Veterans Day is November 11th. It's also Armistice Day. So people get confused because we have two major military celebrations. Armistice Day, as some people don't know. And they don't know because this topic is not taught or studied enough in schools. 
mm-hmm. it marks the end of World War One. Right. And the reason I bring that up that it's not taught enough is because World War One is the one piece of American history, world history, that has had the most paradigm shift in society today, yesterday, and tomorrow and nobody pays attention to the signs right nobody teaches about what that war was about and right. how it changed the fa- fabric forever of the countries and continents on this globe right or flat disc if you're a flat earther <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh so i just wanted to point out that it's not Yes, pretty ring. This, Isn't it gorgeous? Okay, that is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm Sometimes sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're right. Is that a pink quartz? Am I right? No, it's a morganite. You asked. I thought I'd tell you. I'm going to come back to that in a second. Let me finish. <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I just I wanted people to know that, you know, and this is true even when I was a, when I was a child, every holiday long weekend, we were at my Uncle John's for the big massive cookout in his massive backyard. And then the fireworks in Collindale, PA, you know, at night. And it was as, always this big thing. But it's not about the barbecue. It's not about the beach. It's not about the no. long weekend. No, it's not about the traffic. And that's great. And the nightmare that you'll right. have. Right. <laughs> which, which we narrowly avoided this weekend. Oh. Um, but it's not about that. <clears throat> that's great that your work gives you that. Yes. But it's not about that. So think about that. If you if you look, you're not sure. I bet you will find that you possibly know somebody or even have relatives that gave that ultimate sacrifice for our country so there it is memorial day in a nutshell well and here's here's something i just thought of when you said that right every single person who has extensive uh, an extensive family tree here in the united states and by extensive i mean going back beyond the civil war everyone has had someone die in war everyone especially if your part of your you know family tree if a branch had died during the civil war you know yeah. and so. because you mentioned civil war i will bring up something that's probably not very a very popular thing to say but because of an act of congress and i don't have the exact details but i know by an act of congress and this is going to upset the cancel culture confederates confederate veterans and confederates who died in the civil war have been granted U.S. veteran status. Good. Good. A long time ago, but what, yeah, I'm, what but I'm saying is the cancel culture can't stand that. They hate that. Yeah, oh, I know. Um, well, you know what? That's that's their their problem. So, And then, of course, Labor Day, which is another three-day weekend, has nothing to do with the military. It's just a day that is intended to be a three-day weekend, put your feet up, swim in the pool, whatever, and take and a break to from celebrate celebrate the labor force of right. America, yes, which is dwindling. Uh, <laughs> Nobody wants right? to work anymore. Oh so my gosh! I You're think, so right. I think, and because like Memorial Day opens the summer and Labor Day closes the summer, it's like the front and back yeah. door. Yeah. So I think that my opinion is people that don't want to work shouldn't be get to celebrate Labor Day. Right. Don't buy any hot dogs. Don't right. fire up your grill. Don't, yeah, right. <laughs> don't another, have a picnic. Don't another, go to the fireworks. <laughs> another unpopular opinion for you. Right here on the Joel Mahalik Show. Right. Lovely <laughs> I can be full of them, I'll tell you. Uh, um, 
I feel you, brother. I feel you. Okay, so <laughs> back to this for one second. Okay. I would like you, as the fizzy chick oh, that oh, knows oh, everything, because oh, oh, oh. while, while you were on break last night and I had to run the TikTok, I was telling them that, as I always do when I'm showing rings, that I can't sell a ring. But I've always been fascinated by the starburst cut of stones. And that goes back to when I was a wee lad. And I used to be into gems and geology, the rock stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, my dad got me one of those kits that's like, discover rocks. And it would be all these pieces of paper with like a little chip of something that was supposed to be, oh, genuine amethyst, genuine bullshit. It (laughs) probably wasn't. It was probably man-made. Right. But what I'm saying is... Or a piece of glass just... Cut in a certain yeah. way with a Or those things of, that you call, what is it, when the, the, the surface is chipped away and it looks granular inside, you call that a what? A druzy? Uh, see, that, to me, that was just nothing. It was a cutaway on a rock. But so when I was a kid, I was into that. And so although I tell the ladies um, on your TikTok that I can't sell jewelry, I am fascinated by the starburst. Yeah. Cuts. You yeah, know. so am I. So, and, and that's that's... <clears throat> Ultimately, what attracts most women to jewelry, believe it or not, it's the sparkle. And the fact that you, look, just looking at this, when you show another woman this, you know what they're looking at? Oh, Oh, my God, look at that. That's why a woman will go like this when they're looking at your rings. I've never seen a woman try to break your fingers. But anyway. Not break. You know what I mean. But they'll move your hand around and go, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. So that was a sidebar. What I wanted to ask you was, what in the hell is Morganite? Because I've never heard of Morganite. Being, as a wee lad, somewhat of a amateur geologist. <laughs> well, I, this is a serious question because I, I get it. I, as I, you know, Tanzanite just came on the scene like yes. within the last ten to fifteen years. Yes, no. I, so Tanzanite wasn't in my my collection of little pieces of square cardboard with chips on them. Absolutely, and my and magnifying glass is a very beautiful pink stone. Well, so is pink quartz. Yes, but it's not morganite. What is morganite? I have no idea. Well, what, this is your, this is <laughs> your bag. It's beautiful is what it is. All right. I, no, honestly, I don't know what a morganite is. But now that I have been asked, I will most definitely look. Yeah, and I, I and will look should, it up. And then you should report that on your next uh, TikTok. I will. By the way, you can look uh, the lovely Sharon up on TikTok at Fizzy Chick. No, at Full Moon. Well, is it Fizzy Chick? It's either one. It's Fizzy Chick. Fizzy Chick is The name of the channel is Full Moon Fizz. Yes. Fizzy Chick on TikTok. Yes. Um, Okay. So, uh, since we talked about Memorial Day being a big thing this week, we could also tell that this was another milestone this week as you and I crossed over the 25th. Oh, I know. The 25th parallel. Right? No, not to bring up military terms. No, I know, but no, I we, know. But we crossed, it, uh, crossed over the 25 years married, which, um, as I think I put it on Facebook, was... Um, how did I put it on Facebook? It was two um, remarkable things. Yeah. Um, See, I don't know if everyone knows this about Joel, but... Um, he I am hard is, to live with all the balls. <laughs> he is an amazing, an amazing writer. And oh, the I've, things that he comes up with are just absolutely astounding. So 
um, always when he writes something, you know, usually on Facebook when he's... Grateful and happy. Absolutely. But the other thing is, I just had this conversation with Renee, actually. And, um, no, Katie. My apologies. It was Katie. Because I was thinking of the... I know the store I was in when I had the conversation... And I knew it was one of our kids, but it was absolutely Katie. And you talked to both of them yesterday. And yeah, and um, so Katie and I were discussing, like, the our anniversary, and how she, she's like twenty five years. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And then we went back in history to when you and I first met. How old Katie was? How old Renee was? You know what I mean? How Katie felt about all everything going on. Um, At first, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and how she felt um, about living at her dad's and this and that. And it was just a really, really nice conversation. But the point I was making was we were talking about our 25 years together, mm-hmm. you know, and... I said to her, and I say to anybody who will ask, it may have been 25 years. It feels like five. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. It does it never not has. feel like. Through the thick and the thin, it never yeah, has. Yeah, it really hasn't, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's amazing to me how it seems like it's only been a blink of an eye. And in relative terms to time, yes, it is, but. Yeah. And yeah, right, in, irre- yep, in relevance to time, yes. But no, grateful and happy because I know that um, I know that I'm a pain in the neck. I re- really, I am. It's the God's honest truth. And he ain't so lying. Gra- <laughs> grateful that, you know, you have been, you know, able to still, you know, uh, walk that path and not <laughs> take off because... I know no. that I'm a real pain See, in the ass sometimes. Yeah, I but you know what? So am I. And I could say the same thing. You know, I know I'm a pain in the ass, you know, and I know that you have to tolerate a lot coming from me. You know, I don't tolerate nearly as much coming from you as you do me. Hmm. So Interesting. Let me write that down. Yes. No, <laughs> and I know this. I know it. I'm I'm not afraid to admit my faults, you know. But everybody does have faults. Nobody's perfect. That's right. So that's right. But I am. And as long as you, well, you know what though. There's, as with any person you come across in life, if you had someone who was identical to you in every single ship, shape, way, or form, okay, you would not be able to stand yourself. So therefore, you would not be able to stand this other person. That's why the gods made us so different. Right. So we can bounce off each other, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. Please. <laughs> no, for real. I, it's, it's been a truly amazingly wonderful 25 years. And I mean that. It has, which is why I want to get a cruise going soon. Because yes, <laughs> yeah, we need it. We do. Oh, stop. I'm going to cry. No, what is cry. going on? All right. So we opened the pool this year. Let me Ugh. finish this segment with, with some other home, <laughs> homebound news. This is funny, actually. Not not funny when it happened, but 
So no. I will not mention any company names because I'm not in. I'm, I, I'm not prepared to do such a thing. But so we just bought this house um, uh, 18, 19 months ago. Right. And, As everyone knows. <laughs> right. So last year was the first year for the pool. And since we knew nothing about, well, we used to have a pool, but this is an in-ground pool. We didn't it's know got any, a filter right. system that is massive. And, it takes up the length of our house. Right. To, and Literally. To, to put this in perspective, because this, this wows every every pool person I talk to. Our pipes are two inches. I mean, you know, and that's uh, that, that's a massive deal. Yeah. I have two-inch pipes on my pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have exactly. two-inch pipes. It's like, no, but... <laughs> Um, so we hired, uh, we found a, uh, a, a very decent price and what turned out to be a very fast, efficient pool company last year to open a pool and, and close it. And, close it. <clears throat> and I tried to pay attention and close in just for knowledge and what, and I couldn't keep up with what they were doing. They were moving so fast. And you might remember, I said to you, no, paying that money is worth it because I don't know what the hell they did. Oh, I there. know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel the same way. So we... Although, even though I'm the pool person... Right. I feel the same way. I vacuumed your pool for you, pool man. Did yes, you the, use the robot? No. Why? No, because I thought for the first one I wanted to get everything. I didn't want to just put something in there and let it run. Okay. I vacuumed it. Okay. So, um... Okay. Okay. So real quick. So we scheduled the opening, and uh, so I talked to the owner of the company uh, the Tuesday before the Friday it was being opened, and I said, "Look, I'm ten minutes away from work, so give me a thirty minute call, and I'll meet you at the house." He says, "No problem." I said, "There," because he couldn't lock down time, and I didn't want him to. Right. So I thought the best idea is let's work that out. Well, they showed up, and you verified call. that yeah. he had your phone number. Yeah, I gave him both phone numbers. Not yep. only not only then, but if you remember when I left the message yes. using your phone, I gave both our names yes. and numbers. Yes. So then he called from a different phone to your phone, and we have a policy amongst ourselves here that we don't answer unknown numbers. So when you did finally reach out to him, he left it off like, "Sorry, I'm gone. I'm in Middletown. I'm not coming back. I'll be in your town next he week." La- no, he truly laughed at me like I was an idiot, right? For even suggesting. That I asked him to do it before this weekend. Right. So Sharon <laughs> fired him and said, we'll get someone else. And we recruited a friend of ours who has uh, some knowledge in some history of pools. Some extensive pool knowledge, right. And between the three of us, it took us an entire weekend. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> it took us a long time on Saturday. Yeah, but by the end a, of the day on we, Saturday, we had to finish you had it on it Sunday. No. We had something to finish. Su- no. no. Okay. You finished it Whatever. on Saturday. I still say the weekend. Yeah, but... That's what I'm telling everybody. Oh, one day it's... <laughs> it feels like it anymore. My, my, I, my two know. days off, I, I, can, I can maybe stretch together two hours of me time in an entire weekend, so... I um, feel you, brother. I feel you. So I get zero time me time. With nothing, with knowing nothing, we open the pool ourselves, mm. and it, it, the, the, the best part of it is, is we know now... The best... Part yeah. of waiting. We know now how up. to open and clo- basically close it. All we need to do is just figure out where is they put the pool? where they put the air pressure. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. blow up. We know we know they lowered it about ten inches. So yeah. we, we got that. Yeah. Um, and then we have to blow it out. We we know how the cover works. You put yeah. it on, let it rest on top of the water, and yep. then still. The, so we got some. Uh, yeah. And now we, working we know for next year that I need to put on an atmospheric compensator suit before I pull the cover off. So the 75 million goddamn spiders don't kill me. 
and not oh stand God, on the back people. edge of the pool. Please, 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 please. You have to imagine this, okay? They don't have to Joe, imagine anything. Joe is severely arachnophobic. I mean, passing out severely arachnophobic. And when he we lifted off the cover to the pool, there was a spider with his the circumference of the spider from the tip with the of legs. his legs. I'll say with the legs. With yes. the legs was at least three inches, yeah. without exaggeration. Yeah. Okay. I'm not afraid of spiders. However, that thing freaked me out. Yeah, and there were other ones uh, almost yeah. as big just on the walls, yeah. in the water. Right. Um, also. Uh, oh, we, it was crazy. We wouldn't be on our time, but that's okay. We're just okay. going to put them both together okay. and call it a day, right? And then yeah, I'll, that's, I'll, just, that's I'll just run out the last few minutes myself. Yeah. So the other thing is, too, is so yesterday I vacuumed the pool, and I knew that I had to get the skimmer out, and we emptied it anyway, and it wasn't too bad. So I'm looking in there, and like, and the water's swirling really, actually decently. Good. So I couldn't really make out everything in the basket, but I go in there, I grab. I actually used the grabber, by the way. Yeah, good. And I got I, it up I out, the, I got it up out of the water, and then I grabbed it and pulled it up. And what's on this side, on the outside, one of those big spiders. And I threw the whole thing over the fence. <laughs> I had oh, to go shit. Get it. I had to go get it. I was freaking out. As soon as I saw it, I just whipped it. This is the very first time I'm hearing this. This happened yesterday. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 When you told me yesterday that you did it, you I didn't just, tell me this story. I just couldn't remember whether you turned the filter off or not, so I didn't when I plugged no, in I the hose. No, I don't. I don't. And I lost pressure, but only for about less than a minute. It came back pretty quickly. Did it? Yeah. I don't lose. I don't lose Because I heard, the, I, heard, I heard the filter change. I ran back there. But Wait. by the time I ran back there, it was already filling back up with the water. Okay, so. I filled the hose, yes. Okay, so you did. You filled yes. the hose. You put everything in until... Bubbles came, came out, out of the vacuum. Of the vacuum, yeah. right? Yeah, because the vacuum until almost fell in the pool because of the bubbles were forcing it to slide down. Right. So, and until the bubbles stopped coming out, and then you just and then I walked it over, put it back under water to get the last few bubbles out, and kept it under water as I passed it through the uh, okay. Side All right. Wall. Yeah, you're good. But somehow there must have been some sort of air pocket in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the thing that'll is, happen. Realistically, though. if we get the timer fixed, what I don't understand is if we run it for eight hours, turn it off. How fast does it recover coming back? Because like, like I still feel like there might be a lapse somewhere in the filter system. It's yeah. much better than it was, obviously. Oh, yes, But yes. I, I still feel like there's a lapse. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So that happened. Um, so I will have to get an atmosphere. It was actually suggested at lunch the other day at work that there are ways that we could seriously look into screening the whole yard in. I want to. You don't even know. <laughs> I truly, I'm not even joking about this. Not even laughing. No joke. I want to. Because my initial thought was, how do we attach something to the top of the fence where we have cracks and holes in the fence and underneath yeah. the fence? We're talking about something we have to... Like surround... And, oh, uh, and I, know, I, I, I know how it came up. I know how it came up. Because apparently this is a thing in Florida. Okay. So people... Oh, yeah, they people do. People who have pools put in... Put them in close to the house, and then they have this screen, hard screen attachment. Yes, yes. Put around it. Yes. Well, that's so not it's because of spiders and stuff. That's because of alligators. Well, you know, spiders to me is the Delaware version of a freaking alligator coming after No, me. I get that, but I'm saying that's the And the garter snakes Florida, and the mice and the right. cicadas and the mosquitoes and oh my God, four yeah. or five different species of bees in the backyard. I, I don't know how it can be done. I don't know what the expense would be. Maybe it's worth checking out, you know, if we unload that piece of um, 
you know, beach stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it would cost. It just seems to me it would cost a, a lot. I, I just don't know how that could be done. We also have a really weird shaped yard. I know. Well, not really. And that in thing the you found with the Sunsetter is not going to do anything for us. I know. No. I know. Well, I don't know what it is. It's a shader. It's a, that's why the mesh is so tight. Yeah. It's designed to just block out a lot of UV. So if you put... That's why there's only two and not three walls. Oh. It just dangles like this. So it's open at the top. It's open at the bottom. It's just so you put it up on two sides and block sun from coming under, giving you a little more shade underneath your canopy. Oh, all it's right. It's not a screen room like we yeah, thought. We were excited we, about that. Yeah, we were. It's not a screen is room. There, is there such a thing as a screen room for that, though? Not that I saw. I checked out the Sunsetter site pretty in-depth. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the story of what went around here this week. So, anyway, um, the last time we had an actual show up, because we've been so busy, we've been doing reruns and stuff, I had talked about I had talked about the incident where a Dave Chappelle was doing a concert. I don't think you even know about this. No. And... And someone came out of the audience and tried to attack him. Oh. And uh, so I talked about that the week it happened on my segment. And I said, uh, you know, the problem with... uh, So I was talking about that in relation to what Will Smith did to Chris Rock. And I said, the problem with this is, is Will Smith has set a precedent that, that says it's okay to get up out of your seat in a theater... And, and smack the shit out of somebody. And go and try to attack a performer. I And I said, that was my take on it. Well, here we are. A couple weeks later, this just came out. Dave Chappelle's attacker admits that he was inspired by Will Smith. Man. So, Will Smith, you should be proud of yourself that you started this revolution where it's okay to just get up, get and, up and attack people. Your, yeah. Get up and attack somebody. Anybody. Yeah. You know, I, I said that before this came out, and yeah, I, so I stand on it. it you know, yep. all these people supporting Will Smith for defending his wife. Well, Will Smith was laughing at this joke until his wife gave him a dirty look. Right. Then it was like, uh-oh. Right, exactly. So. Yeah, that's. So, yeah, Isaiah Lee, the man who tackled David Chappelle during the Los Angeles stand-up, said he acknowledged that he was partially inspired by Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. He was speaking to the New York Post from jail. Good. Right. <laughs> he said he viewed what Smith did as a standing, standing up for his wife. And he continued, "That's not. it's not right what Chris Rock said about his wife. So, um, Lee said he was also offended by Chappelle joking about queer people and those experiencing homelessness. And he said, I wanted him to know that next time he should consider first running his material by people it could affect. Really? That is not how comedy works. No, it's not. Comedy is meant to offend some people, yeah. but it in in a joking way. Yeah. It, it makes you take a look at serious situations and be able to joke about it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's exactly what it is. And the fact that that man or person or whatever it is is using Will Smith as an excuse to be a, a beast is 
I can't. I don't even have words. But it just goes to show you it, that. Yeah. He said, like, as I say, Will Smith set a precedent. Right. But you know what? And now. People that use that as an excuse for doing something like that, for attacking another human being like that, because, oh, Will Smith did it, so I can do it. Will Smith jumped off a bridge. Would you do it? You know? Will Smith is only human. He's a. a Person. And to, to be human is to err. Right. Exactly. And to forgive is divine. <laughs> and to have a sip of tea is refreshing. <laughs> right. Oh, can I have a sip? <laughs> I'm thirsty. That's how, that's how Katie used to say it when she was like a year, between a year and two years old. Mm. It was always, I'm thirsty. I thirsty. <laughs> she always said that. Always, all the time. I'm I thirsty. Shift my microphone a little bit here, so we can move into Wombat of the Week. How's that sound? That sounds wonderful to me. All right. So the Wombat of the Week is our take on. Uh, this guy could certainly qualify. He uh, most definitely qualifies. Stupid people doing stupid things and it winding up in the news. So here's how you can join along. You can certainly send us a verifiable news story of stupid people doing stupid things from the news, and we will put it into the bag. Um, I like this one. The person, the lady who wrote "How to Murder Your Husband," was just found guilty of murdering her husband. Oh my god! Yes. Are you freaking kidding me? This is like the best wombat <sighs> ever. This beats out the guy who married the sex doll. Right? Okay. Uh, from Portland, least, Oregon. you know, <laughs> that wasn't completely illegal. <laughs> a jury in Portland has convicted a self-published romance novelist who once wrote an essay titled How to Murder Your Husband of fatally shooting her husband four years ago. What? The jury of seven women and five men found Nancy Crampton Brophy, age 71, guilty of second-degree murder Wednesday after deliberating over two days in Chef Daniel Brophy's death. Uh, Brophy, 63, was killed on June 2nd, 2018, as he prepared for work at the Oregon Culinary Institute in southwest Portland. Uh, Crampton Brophy displayed no visible reaction Wednesday inside the crowded uh, courtroom. I wonder... Yeah, I know. I wonder if... Um, it's because, I mean, she's 71. Like, what? what is she going to do? Like, you know... Anyway, die in prison is what she's going to do. Prosecutors told jurors that Crampton Brophy was motivated by money problems and a life insurance policy. Crampton Brophy said during the trial, however, that she had no reason to kill her husband and that their financial problems had largely been solved by cashing in a chunk of Brophy's retirement savings plan. Um, she owned the same make and model of a gun used to kill her, to kill her husband, and was seen on surveillance camera footage driving to and from the Culinary Institute, according to testimony. Mm. Uh, they never found the gun. And let's see. So I'm trying to find out if there was. So she remained in custody since her arrest in September 2018. Wow. So um, she's been in jail. So what does that mean? I'm wondering. Sure, well, if, what second do we get you, though? Well, first degree could be 20 years to life. So second degree is like Probably six like months like and a pack of cigarettes? I maybe. Maybe. She may not do anything if she's been in jail since 2018. They might be yeah. like, time served. 
Well, I or make her stay at least 20, 18, 19, 20, 21, 24 years. It may make her stay another five. She doesn't have any essays years. entitled uh, Alternative Uses for Pine Salt, does she? <laughs> Stop! I'm not going to kill you with Pine Salt. <laughs> Cheese and crackers. But can you imagine <laughs> writing an essay and then being found guilty of doing the thing about your romantic... Uh, essay. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy. She testified during her trial that her presence was a coincidence and her uh, uh, of being at the institute at the same time that. Oh, really? He was murdered. It was yeah, just a coincidence. Just a quinky dink. Wow. That's all it was, Your Honor. Just a quinky dink. Maybe she should have had um, Johnny Depp's lawyers, right, handle her case. They're doing a magnificent job. I thought it was over. I believe it was handed to the jury on Friday. Well, yes, it was. You're so. right. But the reason I thought it was over was because everybody's congratulating Johnny Depp. So that's why I was like, uh, they come back already? Well, for some reason, they put Amber back on a stand. Well, now I saw that. I mean... And they got the cross, and Camille tore her a new ass Yeah, I on that cross. So... You know, her lawyer, like Amber's lawyers, wanted to put her back up there and talk to her about how has this affected you. You're getting death threats. You can't do volunteer and charity yeah, work anymore, yeah, and this and that. Yeah. But, you know, Camille objected all that to the floor and got sustained on 90% of it. Yeah. And then she got up there and cross examined her and basically um, uh, made her say in a way that every witness on Johnny's side was lying. Right. Which made Amber look like. Yeah. A turd. Yeah. So, and the other thing, look, I just made that into a square. (laughs) Um, But the other thing that blows my mind is she can sniff a line of Coke on the witness stand. I know. I saw the video too, and I get and it. We talked about that, not here on the. Unfortunately, no, it's over. We could. We could have every week. We could have talked I about know, this. I know. I know. But he, she does. But, it, but if she really right did, next to the judge. But if she really did, see here. Here's what I'm saying. If she really did, don't you think that Depp's lawyers would have brought that up and something would have been made of it? But nothing was made of it, so it makes you wonder. Yeah. But it could have been squashed and it could have been a separate case handled separately because if being such a high-profile case, they could have been in recess or sidebarred and you're not going to know what's going on in sidebar. And, you know, it, it could be another case afterwards. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. You don't know her. And someone, someone else said that she... Um they suspected that she has booze in her yeah cup. in her yeah a clear booze <laughs> well vodka ever yeah. clear yeah yeah Rum. Uzi. U- uzo <laughs> uzi <laughs> that's a gun <laughs> so i saw this thing on tiktok where somebody was like how to make it was like an instructional video how to make your drink for your child's graduation ceremony and it was like one of those big metal tumblers that starts fat and gets yeah. a little thinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put they put a can of beer down in there, and then a couple ice cubes on the top, a straw into the beer, and then the lid onto the tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> like that one I just bought, the tumbler with the metal lid you can't no, see in. No, oh, it was okay. a clear lid. 
Oh, okay. but it was covered with ice. All you saw gotcha. was ice. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. Pretty, eh, that's funny. It was pretty funny, actually. That is funny. If I drank beer, I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a bottle of beer in the fridge. It's getting old. I should drink it this weekend. Yeah, you should. So, all right. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we are we did something a little different by accident this week, but I think it worked out. We just did two segments in one, and we'll yeah. just do one break. Yeah. So. It worked so out for me. After one long stretch, it's still time for you to say goodbye, Sharon. It is? Unless you can stay. No, I mean, I have orders to fill, so bye, Sharon. All right, and there she goes. Now, when I come back, I don't know. We'll do it on the fly. I might play a, uh, you know what? It's kickoff of summer, so I may actually play for you on the way back in uh, an independent hit called Summertime by a British artist who we interviewed years and years and years ago. So anyway, stay tuned. I'm coming back sometime after this. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at joelmahalik.com. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star emergency, this is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? Oh my God, oh my God. I've locked myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, oh ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay, it's, it's just that the windows are rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes, oh my God. Now, does your car have automatic locks or... Uh, yes, 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 okay, yes. here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um... Oh, the shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's my door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. Oh, my God. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blonde Star. Always on, because you're always blonde.
Welcome back to the program, folks. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And the lovely Sharon is now packing orders for her jewelry business. Again, follow her on TikTok at Fizzy Chick. So, uh, hopefully you enjoyed that tune we played coming out of the break uh, by Vicky Jones called Summertime. Sort of uh, our, our way of like launching off the summer. We've played it before. We, I, we almost... We, I think we almost played on the show every year at this time to start summer. Uh, much like radio stations play Loverboys uh, working for the weekend <laughs> somewhere around 5 o'clock uh, every Friday around here. But anyway, um, I digress on that. So it is the start of summertime. As we mentioned, it's the Memorial Day weekend. And um, hopefully you're out there being safe. Okay. Remember, it's summertime, not jackass time. And um, we had a major tragedy uh, just this weekend already, Memorial Day weekend, uh, right here in our town. Uh, Route 1 is the main throughway um, from between uh, getting from, say, points north of Delaware to the beaches and beyond points south. And um, so Saturday night we had a fatality on Route 1 because some idiot who was uninjured, by the way, and his little Honda decided to change lanes erroneously and uh, sort, you know uh, collided with a Jeep uh, with a couple from Glenside, Pennsylvania. Um, everybody in both cars were strapped in. No foul play, but the uh, the husband who was driving the Jeep uh, is in the hospital being treated for injuries, and his wife succumbed to her injuries um, after the Honda hit the Jeep, and the Jeep ended up um, being pushed into the guardrail, through the guardrail, and flipped over multiple times. Um, you know, I... I, I I would need more than my toes and my fingers anymore to count the amount of times that we've said something on this show uh, trying to promote the idiocy of people wanting to be idiots driving. It's like, so what are you gaining by not following the rules of the road? What are you gaining by, um, like, I, it's just, it, it amazes me that people continue to do this we you know they've made so many changes on route one just in the last couple years because of a major fatality several years ago uh where you know five sixths of a family were wiped out in an accident on route one and it's like you know this isn't just here we talk about this because it's like something like this happens all the time here and you know like when do you start getting tired of talking about stuff like this you know uh, and i don't know what the answer is i mean truly the answer should be you know everybody should look at themselves and be like wow or you know what's like other people in the car should point out maybe to the driver that like what are you doing like don't drive so fast uh you know you're changing lanes without a signal i don't know i don't know what the answer is i can only be responsible for myself which is probably what the guy from Glenside, Pennsylvania was doing. He was probably being responsible for himself. And suddenly this Honda goes, no, I want to be over here. And that's not the way it's done. You don't... 
And so now, you know, snuffed out just like that. It drives me crazy. And it's something that, you know, I think about this stuff all the time when I'm driving down to the beach. I have to think about these things. And that forces me to pay closer attention to everything around me. Like, I, I mean, I do all the time. And if I catch myself not paying paying attention for some reason, like, um, I don't even really have a really good example, but um, I don't know. If I'm reaching into my bag to break off a piece of pretzel or something while I'm driving, I catch myself not being that alert, then I, I get mad at myself. I get really mad at myself to change what I'm doing. Stop that, you know? And um, so that's what I'm... That's what I'm saying. Like, I can only think for myself. And, like, I'm, like, nothing in the grand scheme of things of everyone else. I mean, how many other motorists are on the road on a weekend like this? We decided at the last minute, zero hour, not to go down this weekend to open up our campsite. Because last year, last year was really interesting for us. Because we had the new house. We had the pool. And we did not get to our campsite as much. And it, we were okay with it. And because we, you know, it's not like, you know, we weren't living in a heat box that we had to run away from. <laughs> the years prior to that, we would get down there every single weekend we could. And then this year, it's like, well, you know, gas is really expensive and getting more expensive. You know, the traffic, we have the pool, you know, there's more factors like piling up this year. And we haven't even opened it yet. And we were going to go down and we can't go down on a Friday night because it's not open yet. So there's things you need plenty of light for, like not flashlight light. You need bona fide, God has given me sunlight, light to do some of the chores that you have to do to get it opened up. So it's got to be a Saturday morning. And then we, so we decided, okay, we'll go down Saturday morning. We know we'll face traffic because rentals run at the beach Saturday to Saturday, no matter what town you're in. But we'll get out of there Sunday and avoid the holiday traffic. This is one of those weekends where traffic was heavy. It was apparently heavy on Saturday night because there were idiots on the road trying to get to the beach. So. At the at zero hour, we decide we decided like Thursday, Thursday night we decided forget it we're not going. We'll go next weekend. Why? Because we didn't want to deal with tra- we'll still deal with traffic next Saturday going down to open, and we'll deal with some traffic depending on what time we get out of there on Sunday to come back. But it won't be as bad as it would be on a weekend like this because you know it's a crazy weekend. But I can only take responsibility for myself. You can only take responsibility for yourself. I mean, with all the methods of reaching out to people we have at our fingertips, especially where it comes to social media, right? Boom, 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 boom. How do we get the word out to make people who aren't normally paying attention to think about these things? You know, years ago, we put out a, uh, we used to put out a hang up and drive thing on my old show. And, you know, we used to, we would post videos of um, accidents 
where cars were demolished because somebody was texting. And people would be like, yeah, that's an upsetting video. You're damn right it's upsetting. You're damn right it's upsetting to know that there's teenagers in that car that are not going home tonight because they decided to text. So I don't know what the guy in a Honda was doing. He's fine, though. He doesn't have any injuries. His car's all totaled, but he's fine. I don't know what was more important to him than driving safely and making sure that he and his fellow motorists got to their destination safely and alive. But, and then what will happen is, you know, I'm sure what we saw last time is really nobody was really charged with anything heavy. You know, five-sixths of a family demolished on the highway and, you know, um, uh, nothing nothing really came out of it for the for, for the person that caused the problem which it, that's got to stop you know we have to stop not criminalize not criminalizing criminal activity you know because all that does is and here's an unpopular opinion here we go again another unpopular opinion on the Joel Mahalik show featuring all this Sharon all that does is that fosters the notion that you're you don't have to take responsibility for your actions it's okay it wasn't my fault it wasn't my fault he was in that lane it wasn't you know what i mean like no one takes responsibility for their actions and where they should they most times get out of that responsibility somehow and that's not right that's not right and so the question is, how do we use this social media animal to deliver that message to make people think all the time? Like, we've got to put it in their faces. So, they're not going to, you're not going to drive into the short old Friday. Think about it now. Think about what you're responsible for now before you get on that roadway. Sometimes when we go down there, I don't even want to take the highway, but the alternative is naturally longer because of the traffic lights. You know? But that's a real issue. This is a real issue for me that this happened yet again just four or five years later. I want to say four, maybe even three, but I think it was four years ago when that family was decimated on the highway. This is a real issue for me because I'm the one that drives down there. Of the two of us. Because the annex of people on a road bother Sharon. So I take on the driving because I know that, you know, I will be more focused. And so this is the kind of stuff that worries me when I know I have to drive. And I know that this is what's coming down the pike. We have to be more careful. Don't we have enough issues that are taking people from us? Right? Diseases and pandemics and heart disease and diabetes and all these other things and and idiots with guns and we have plenty of shit. Plenty taken lives from us like how to how do we decide that 
this this thing that we've been licensed to do, drive, and to be licensed to drive is immense responsibility. How do we take that and not give it the attention to safety that it deserves and that it must have? That is paramount. It is paramount. And if you... Ultimately, I, this is how I feel. I feel like if you... If there's any inkling, any inkling at all, and this is like, oh man, I feel a little tired, but we have to get down to Ocean City. Don't drive. You, you drive. You slept all night. I worked late. If there's any inkling, if, if you had a drink... But you feel okay. Someone else drive. You know, if I'm going to be an asshole today, maybe someone else should drive. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't take much. Such a little bit of energy to think about that versus the energy that goes into driving erratic. And in this case, like, Doing something outside the boundaries of what the traffic law indicates. Like, I mean, you don't just move into another lane that another vehicle is occupying. I just renewed my defensive driving. That's like one of the cardinal rules. You don't move into a lane that's occupied. That's why there's three mirrors on your car. To check these things out. How do we get people to think about that? How do we get people to think about what can I do to maybe make this a better trip? Because I know not everybody, I know just from reading this story, not everybody out there is interested in um, being safe when they get on the road. And, you know, I'm sorry. But saying it was unintentional is not enough. A life is gone because of that split decision you made. And for whatever reason. Like, look, I know when I have to get into another lane. Okay? And this just happened to me last week. I had to get into another lane. I didn't have enough time. I made that mistake. That's on me. And I had to go to another exit and get myself turned around. And yeah, I lost a few minutes. But I lost a few minutes. Nobody lost property or life. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I make that decision. Why can't you? Anyway. Please be safe. It's the start of the summer. Enjoy your weekend. Please remember those who died... For the freedoms you have. For the freedoms to make those stupid decisions. And be good to one another. You know? Anyway, catch us online. www.jmtalk.net That's the website. We're on social media. TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk. Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Drop me a line at Radio at gmail.com So we will catch you next week where I believe I may have a surprise guest on the program at some point. So so tune in to check that out. Otherwise, um, 
Have a good time. We'll catch everybody next time here on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Bye-bye, everybody.